When you're sick, every minute counts. So don't go anywhere. Go to DispatchHealth.com where high-quality medical care comes directly to you. No getting out of a sick bed. No crazy driving to an emergency room. No endless paperwork. No hospital waiting rooms. Visit DispatchHealth.com to learn about our medical professionals, then make house calls. Dispatch Health is covered by Medicare and most major insurance. Go to DispatchHealth.com. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold Golden and Gregory. Welcome to Energy Matters, a show about how you can save money on your utility bills, use technology wisely, and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Here's your host, veteran energy regulator and clean energy expert, Commissioner Tim Eccles. Thank you, Scott Slade. It's always great to be saving money on that power bill, using technology wisely, and living a more sustainable life. I'm Tim Eccles. I'm vice chair of the Georgia Public Service Commission. And folks, it is this time of year. Football season is upon us. Fantasy football is upon us. And every year we have us an energy draft, fantasy football style. And we're going to do that again today. We're basically, oh, Casey, Casey, voice my co-host tell tell us how we're going to do this Casey. all right so we've got a closed universe of draft picks here among a bunch of categories nonprofit, utility most important energy leader regulatory action or innovation dispatchable resource electric truck dark horse energy technology media and then of course we get a flex player that can be any one of those and we are joined uh here by andrew saunders and john noel uh, as always, we're each going to pick. We're going to do the snake draft style. We'll each pick with a brief description of who we pick and why. And then at the end, we'll go around and tally up points uh, for who got the best pick within each category. We'll add them all up, Tim, and we'll declare a winner. And I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. I've suffered the last couple of drafts, so I'm hoping it's me today, but we'll see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's you know. a marathon. <laughs> John Noel, you surprised me yes. last year by mm. picking things I didn't think you were going to pick. Is mm. that because you're changing in your life as you get older? Uh, well, you know, we're always evolving. Oh, um, no. As a progressive, I think these things, uh, but, uh-huh. you know, perhaps as more of as a conservative as you are, you just never change. But, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I do like to think that I'm evolving. Yes. Well, let's start with Andrew. Andrew, you've got the first pick in the draft. That's always a, a good thing. Who are you going to take in what category? I'm going electric truck, Ford F-150 Lightning. Oh, all right, Ford did strong. not invent the automobile, but they definitely figured out how to scale it. They're about to do the same thing with the truck, and everybody wants a truck they can plug in and run their house with. Hey, John, I'm telling you yep. that my Republican colleagues across the state, when they get an F-150 Lightning and they have true four-wheel drive that'll outrun yep. a Corvette, that'll run their house, I really think it's going to be a game changer. I completely changer. agree. I saw this. It actually, was my, that was my number one pick. Thanks, uh, Andrew. I really appreciate that. <laughs> that I completely agree. Uh, he's going to get some points with this one. It is a yeah. Is a game changer and and doesn't have to it doesn't have the sex appeal of cyber but it's got the functional appeal oh john uh, to you for the second pick uh mm. so tell us the category mm. and what you're picking so i'm gonna go actually with uh, the nonprofits. uh you know that's it's uh that's sort of a snoozathon, but these are the people that make <laughs> things work and make things run i love southern alliance for clean energy i have i have a dog in that fight you know my dad was chair for a million years of that board. Um, I've just watched them over the years do effective work throughout the Southeast, advocating for clean energy when it wasn't cool. And uh, I, I really appreciate the work they're doing and changing public policy and, and public perception. Casey, the third pick comes to you. Tell us the category and who you're picking. All right. I am going to go with a dark horse energy technology here, and I'm going to pick green hydrogen. This is hydrogen that's produced with renewable resources. Uh, it could be you know, wind or solar that would otherwise be curtailed. I think there is some value in that, and uh, that's going to be my first pick. Ooh, well, well, I'd come, like to know more about that. Well, green that. hydrogen, I do think it's going to be the next shiny object after batteries. So it's batteries turn to be shiny, and then I think green hydrogen is going to come. John, do you think there'll ever be a nuclear plant that produces green hydrogen and that and that that's cool quickly, John? And Ooh, then to Andrew? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. It, well, the latter part was the last part. Is it cool? 
I'm not sure it's cool, but I do think that it would be. I, I, I think it needs to happen. Let's just say that. I think I think a small scale nuclear may need to happen uh, if we're going to hit our climate goals. We'll see. My understanding is the United Arab Emirates is actually planning for a nuke plant where about a third of the energy goes to the grid, a third goes to desalinization, and a third goes to green hydrogen. Makes so. sense. And if yeah. it melts down, there's a lot of sand. Well, pick goes to me, number four, and I'm going to go to Dispatchable Resource, Uh uh, and and I'm going to go with combined cycle natural gas because I tell you, there's states that are declaring war against natural gas. It's crazy that they're doing it, but they're they're not hooking up homes. And in Georgia, I think we're moving. Uh, to a place where we're going to say, you know what, if you're a city, you can't bar people from hooking up to natural gas. We want to keep clean natural gas as an important dispatchable energy that we can call on the very second that we need it. So combined cycle to me, and we're doing a snake draft, and those of you who do fantasy football, you know how the snake draft works. And it's going to come uh, it's going to come back to me for the first pick. And I'm going to go with a dark horse Technology, and I'm going to select Energy Vault, Ooh. and it's a pilot. Tell in, us about that. Yeah, it's a pilot in Switzerland where they take coal ash and they make it into mammoth blocks. They raise it up at night and then use the kinetic energy during the daytime as it comes down, much like our ship-to-shore cranes do at the port, much like regenerative braking does. So Energy oh. Vault mm. is something I don't think we're going to have it anytime soon, but this is a dark horse technology and I do see it, it coming eventually. Casey, uh, go, go to you in the second round. Well, Tim, too bad that Energy Vault can't store a whole lot of energy. So, I mean, good luck to you with that pick, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with dispatchable resources this time around and I'm going to go with something called a virtual power plant. So this is technology that takes lots ah, of little it. Uh, like home batteries or thermostats and aggregates it to make it function like an actual big, large-scale power plant. These are up and running in Germany. Uh, There are other uh, pilot programs happening around the U.S. Uh, I think it's got a lot of potential not only to meet the needs of the uh, electric grid and allow us to be more renewable, but it can also do some really cool things for homeowners and businesses in terms of savings and keeping the lights on and things like that. John, coming to you in the in the second round, what's your category and your pick? Now, can I do dispatchable resource also? Sure. All right, I'm in because that's that's a simple one for me. Batteries, batteries, and more batteries. Uh, this is the future. It's why the electric, uh, the Ford is going electric. Why we're talking about a lightning uh, grid scale batteries are the future. Put the cheap solar in the batteries and we can we can move on. John, just recently we approved five power purchase agreements, mm-hmm. about a thousand megawatts of energy, and believe it or not, and, and, and just five bidders got that. So five different arrays. So they're averaging about 200 megawatts apiece. Three of the five had batteries tied to them. They were able to win the bid and those batteries they're going to smooth that out. Casey, what do we mean by smoothing out that that solar power? Well, you know, solar power can vary up and down, you know, if it's really sunny or cloud comes over the array or whatever. So the battery helps kind of uh, keep it balanced. So the grid's getting the same amount of power over time, depending on, you know, what's happening with the weather. All right. Uh, into the second round, let's go to Andrew, your category and your pick, Andrew. I'm going to go a little wild here. I'm going to go flex player, and Ooh. I'm going to go back to the trucks and grab the cyber truck just to I can <laughs> see. <laughs> this is crazy. What happened? Every, every time. So uh, while I do think the Ford will be a better product, the Cybertruck's so ugly it's adorable. You're going for John's points I on this, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got the fangs uh, out. What I like about it over the Ford is longer battery range, higher performance, and really, honestly, probably going to end up being a better price point for the types of features you get. Mm. John, John, you've mm. had a Tesla for mm. some years, a model yeah. yep. S. Do you, do you see the smartness of the car, the advancement of the car getting better? through the years because yours is like uh, 2014 how old is yours I don't know <laughs> 15, 16 whatever whatever the year was jet, I bought the thing and had the hardware in there for the autopilot but they hadn't released the software yet so uh, maybe that's a 16 whatever it is uh, it it uh, it does get smarter I remember as I was driving down the interstate it, the, uh, the, the first time I had it it took the off ramp 
<laughs> because the road, the interstate. And then the next time, a week later, all the AI, all the cars had talked to themselves, and it turned on the interstate what stayed on the interstate. What could possibly go wrong? That's yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, it's learning, See, what man, John's not learning. saying is he didn't want it to take the offer. <laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> it was fun. All right, let's start our third round snake draft coming back to Andrew. So I'm going to jump over to Utility and go with Cobb EMC. Oh, they have- oh God. An incredibly strong EV program, working on renewables, and a great price point for their customers. Mm. And mm. to John's mm. liking, mm. they are not involved with the plant Vogel That's project. That's exactly right. Uh, so, That's true. Uh, yep. They they opted out of that, and uh, they are doing a lot of cool things. I was on their campus the other day. They've got a one megawatt battery that they have just installed, and they're putting some natural gas generators in, and coupled with their 1.2 megawatts of solar, they will be able to run that entire campus as a microgrid uh, when we have an outage or whenever they need to. How That's cool very, is that? It's very cool. And they've got a lot of good, I don't know the term, for the, the administrators, governors, directors, whatever those guys are that, that are running it. Directors. Directors. They, uh, they're doing a good job there. I'm very impressed with Cobb EMC. Well, John, the pick comes to you. The third round, uh, what's your I'm category? I'm going with a flex pick? player, and I'm going to pick Jeff Bezos. Um, I think this little orbit into space has made him realize, I think he already knew it, but I is realizing it is time to go green. They are rapidly swapping out their fleet, 100,000 electric vehicles by uh, 2030. You know, John, deny your employees enough bathroom breaks and you too can go to space. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, he's going to be an environmental game changer. All Casey, right. To so you. I'm going to pick the most important energy leader. And I think at this point, it is going to be Jennifer Granholm and the team that she's put together at the Department of Energy. They're focused on deployment. They're also funding a lot of innovation. Um, but they're going to be getting stuff done over the next couple of years. And it's great to see. Well, my my pick, and uh, this is the last pick of the third round, I'm going to go with a conservative for clean energy in the nonprofit category. Uh, these guys are really doing renewable energy in a smart way and talking about it in a smart way. So, hey, we've got three rounds in the books. We've got a lot more. If you're just joining us, we are doing our annual fantasy football-style energy draft. So stick around. We're going to come back with picks four, five, and six, with Casey, with John, with Andrew and me, uh, with Logan back at the helm producing. We're going to see who is going to win this year. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit. And the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. GasSouth. The difference is good. Logan Booker, producer of Energy Matters, here for Green Power EMC. From the suburbs to rural farming communities, Georgia is enjoying the benefits of a more sustainable future through the power of solar energy. Available from 38 of Georgia's member-owned electric membership cooperatives, or EMCs, these not-for-profit utilities are harnessing the sun's energy to bring clean, renewable, and affordable electricity to 4.2 million Georgians. For more information, visit www.greenpoweremc.com or contact your local EMC. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold, Golden, and Gregory, an AMLAW 200 law firm with 180 attorneys in Atlanta and Washington, D.C. They take a business sensibility approach when advising clients. They provide industry knowledge, attention to detail, transparency, and value to help businesses and individuals achieve their definition of success. AGG subscribes to the belief not if, but how? We thank John Gornall and all the attorneys and staff at AGG for sponsoring our show. Hey, Tim Eccles, Vice Chair of the Georgia Public Service Commission, back for our annual fantasy football-style energy draft. And a lot of you geek out with us. You hear us here uh, at our anchor station in Athens, Georgia, and on every podcast around the world. And I don't know if you're football crazed like I am, but I play fantasy football and I'm in four different leagues. We've got this energy draft going. We've had our first three picks. Now we're into round 
four. And if you play fantasy football, you know that uh, round four, you're going to be taking a wide receiver. Maybe you take a a Travis Kelsey, if he's still around, or a tight end, you're getting into the core of your running back. So I'm kicking it off with round four. Um, it's a snake draft, so it's coming to me. And guys, I'm going to go with media because, you know, I, I, I can't know everything. I don't have time to, to get out there and learn every single thing. So I rely on a number of sources to keep me up to speed. And I'm going to go with EE News. Oh, no, yeah. EE News uh, that provides... Um, media every day. It's a paywall uh, program, but they have some fantastic reporters, including Christy Schwartz. Uh, let me go to Casey for his pick in the fourth round. All right. I am going to go with regulatory action and innovation this round, and I am going with solarized campaigns. Uh, it's really not a regulatory thing. It's really more an innovation. And I got to tell you guys, as part of the City of Decatur's uh, Environmental Sustainability Board, I was banging my head against the wall for years trying to get more solar in yeah, the city. Yep, yep. And we did our first solarized campaign. We were knocking on the door of a megawatt of installed capacity. We've now done two in the City of Decatur and DeKalb County. We've done two megawatts between the two. There are solarized campaigns all around the state. They're saving people money. They're putting a lot of solar installed. I think it's an absolutely fantastic thing. And the best thing about it is that it doesn't require politicians to act because we know how slowly they do, right, Tim? Yeah, things can oh, be oh, things oh. can be slow. The but knives come. <laughs> but you know, I, I like these solarized programs because you get a, a vetted vendor. John, are you concerned about some of the shysters coming into our state and going into homes door to door, selling people solar rays that's on the wrong side of the house and? putting them into 30 years worth of debt. Are you concerned about that? I am seeing that. I see a lot of those YouTube videos. I, I haven't actually a live fire seen the example, but I'm seeing a lot of YouTube videos talking about this stuff, and they're saying crazy stuff. Oh, it's completely free. And I'm like, ain't nothing free. So, yes, you're right. There, There's a problem out there. People need to be wise about that. And then another reason to listen to our show. Yeah, John, going uh, fourth round, your pick. Uh, what category and what? I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow his lead on regulatory action and innovation. I'm going time of use rate. This is what we call the TOU rate. A time of use rate often like EV charger. People buy an electric car, they want to be able to charge at night cheap, but you also can load shift all your other stuff into that nighttime. So when I look at my electric bill, 75% of my energy consumption is in 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Because it's cheap. cheap. Well, it doesn't hurt to have batteries, too. But the point is, I can I can load shift a lot into that cheap power rate, and I, I'm working at 40% of cost. I just finished up uh, recently a call with our Munich office. Georgia has an office there working with all the European countries. And uh, in Germany, wow. they don't they don't have a time of use rate. Uh, and huh. so this really? is a really attractive thing. Well, we don't have an Audubon. Uh, so uh, they've got some things that I wish we had, and uh, we've got something that they want. And that time of use rate is a fantastic thing. Mm. Uh, all right, let's go to Andrew, fourth round. Andrew? So I'm going to go to Dark Horse Technology, and as much as I like compressed coal ash or whatever that jazz was <laughs> and imaginary <laughs> hydrogen, I'm going fuel cells. Because that is going to be the technology right. that helps us with right. hard to displace activities like uh, a transatlantic shipping and air air flight and things like that. You know what they run on? Yeah, hydrogen. hydrogen. <laughs> I got you. All right. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Yep. Hey, yeah. you know, Andrew, huh. Honda and Toyota uh, are both talking fuel cell, and it's almost like they're going to skip over batteries and go right to fuel cell. It must be the thing in Japan. Well, there are some advantages uh, with price point and long-term range. Obviously, the challenge is you got to be able to get that hydrogen yep. and you got to be able to get it from an environmentally sensitive source. Mm. Fifth mm. round, back to Andrew. We're doing a snake draft if you're just joining us. This is our fantasy football style energy draft. We have a closed universe of players, just like the regular fantasy football NFL draft happens. Andrew, who are you taking in the fifth round? So energy leader, uh, I'm actually going to go with state commission chairs. While many people may not know, that will make or break how your local state operates for uh, the grid. You see really good things related to deploying renewables, and then sometimes you see states that uh, you know forget to weatherize their equipment. Not the best that never idea. Happens. 
my favorite is when they blame it on the wind and uh, solar. Uh, anyhow, you, that, it's a really uh, critical spot. That situation in Texas was a fiasco. Oh, and the, gosh. You know, they brag about everything down there. That, you don't, know, don't, shut they, don't you up, get tired Texas, of their, just shut Don't you get up. tired of that? Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, finally, yeah. finally, the, the chickens come home to yeah, roost. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and, you know, I, I beat up plenty on the Public Service Commission and, and policies and Georgia Power and all this kind of thing. In the end, we are one of the most stable states with our electricity. No question. John, coming to you in the fifth round, huh? who are you going to take, what category, and what person? All right. I'm going to go utility, uh, and I'm going to snap up the other one that I think is a wise utility, which is Jacksonville. Uh, oh. Jacksonville has taken on, uh, you know, they, they, they're in the Vogel deal, but they took on Georgia Power. They sued them. They said, look, you guys are mismanaging this, which I think they are, and uh, we don't want to be on the hook for all that. So uh, my, my call is Jacksonville for standing up what's, what, what's right. And Casey, coming to you in this uh, fifth round. Yeah, well, I was going to go utility as well, so we'll keep that theme going. And I'm going to pick SMUD, which is the Sacramento Municipal Utility District out in California. They're a municipal utility like JEA, and they're really among the larger municipal utilities. They are uh, extraordinarily customer-focused. They've been doing some really, really cool things from time of use to energy marketplaces. They've also made a very public commitment and are making progress towards being completely carbon neutral. Um, so in my mind, they are one of the leaders nationally among any kind of utility. I agree with that. Hey, for my pick here in the fifth round, I'm going to go with a regulatory action or innovation. I'm going to take the prepay program. Oh. And, you know, the prepay program, uh, folks that are on it, we've got about 80-some-odd thousand folks on it right now. And, John, I, I mean, you run energy and environment, and you yep. do – you know, you do insulation, windows, ceiling, you do all this stuff for people. But this is a program where all they do is change the way they're paying and the fact that they're getting daily alerts and they're saving 11%. I mean, how cool is that? No, that, that is cool. I, I, I grant that. Yeah, it's the other programs that I'm more concerned about, which is the, the even your bill out program, <laughs> you know, where you can't see what you're using, really. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of that budget billing program. It's not really trued up at the end. Some folks like it, especially seniors. Uh, mm-hmm. They like that fixed that fixed number. But prepay, man, that's that's yeah. a good one. Prepay is savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a snake draft, so we're coming back to me uh, for the sixth round, and I'm going to take a utility, and I have to take the Southern Company because I regulate oh. Georgia Power, oh, and and. I like wow. the way we do things in the We didn't the see South. that coming, boys, did we? Uh, not no. at all. Yeah. No. I like, no. I like the way we the way we do things in the South. No, we're not perfect. We're not perfect, but we are 15%. Now 15% below the national average. It was 14. Keeps going down, John. What do you think about that? Uh, no I comment. think you're looking at well, weird numbers. They got some of that yeah. in, Ron. Statistics and more statistics. Look, look, here's the thing, Tim. Um, is that people like to beat up like uh, Andrew and John here on Southern Company, but they actually, you know, they're sort of a dark horse, not from an energy technology standpoint, but they're doing some really cool things behind the scenes. So I actually got a lot of respect yes, for Southern Company. when Andrew and John beat them up enough, they oh. go do really cool things. Oh. Yeah. All right, coming to Casey here in the sixth round for his pick. All right, so I am going to go for a nonprofit this round, and I'm going to go with the Rocky Mountain Institute uh, because they really are deep in there with industry, with utilities, with policymakers, and understanding how how do you actually make a cleaner world? And they're much more hands-on than any of these other uh, uh, organizations that we've got in our universe. So uh, they're my pick for this round. That's a great pick. Okay, John, coming to you for this round. Most important energy leader is the Biden administration. We are seeing, I mean, any number of things. The, I was just like every day. Get Can you down name three of them? I say a little prayer <laughs> in the morning where I say, thank you, Lord, for electing Joe Biden. Um, I, I, I just, we are seeing such, uh, uh, you know, world leadership environmentally uh, and, and national policy. Uh, it, it's so impressive, and it's just, it makes me feel like we have competent adults in the White House. Yeah, credit where credit is due. He is providing special tax incentives for advanced nuclear, and his administration has said, look, we have to have it to meet our clean energy goals. So uh, you got to give him credit for doing that, and it's not going to surprise me if Air Force One lands in Augusta in January and he does the ribbon cutting on Plant Vogel. Wow. Mm. All right. Uh, let's see. Are we coming now to Andrew for yeah. his pick? 
regulatory action innovation. I'm going to go with the Clean Energy Fund, of course, because I made it. But <laughs> so I may be oh. a little biased. But here's what Personal I've got. Plug. We've got a policy that works for conservatives and progressives alike. We take money that utilities are already paying governments and re-divert that for energy efficiency for low-income homeowners and businesses. It just makes sense. You know, if you're just tuning in, Andrew, uh, who, whose voice you just heard, he's the Central Services Director for athens Clark. John Noel is here, President of Energy and Environment. Casey Boyce here, Vice President of Escalon. I'm Tim Eccles. We're, it's a, we're a nerdathon right now. It really. is nerdathon. Yeah, it energy is. nerdathon. We're doing a fantasy football-style energy draft. We've completed six rounds. And normally in a fantasy football draft, you're getting into the seventh round. Now you're getting your your running back three, your wide receiver three. Maybe you take that quarterback. So, hey, join us in just a minute as we pick it up with the seventh round and we continue looking at one of the geekiest things going on in radio. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. Tim Eccles of Energy Matters here for Solar Sun World. No doubt you've seen solar panels popping up all over the state. If you want the precision of German engineering when it comes to solar, Solar Sun World is for you. Gerd and all the folks at Solar Sun World understand the complexities of solar and how to make it work for you. From tax credits to inverters to accelerated depreciation, they'll advise you on the best path forward. And Solar Sun World now offers power purchase agreements. Find them at solarsunworld.com. Solarsunworld.com. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit, and the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. Gas South. The difference is good. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by BMW Auto Sales. With gas prices hitting over $3 for the first time since 2014, isn't it time you consider a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid from BMVW Auto Sales? These plug-in hybrids will go 50 miles on electric charge, saving you precious money and time. Skip the line at the gas pumps and charge in your garage. See more at ev-hybrid.com. That's ev-hybrid.com. Hey, it's Tim Eccles, Vice Chair of the Georgia Public Service Commission, back for a very cool fantasy football-style energy draft. I don't know how many of you play fantasy football. I'm in four leagues, and, you know, uh, the Labor Day, typically your fantasy football drafting uh, weekend, though other folks maybe do it a little before, a little after. I don't know what you're picking on your team this year, but we want to take you into the energy world. Uh, We're in our seventh round I've got four guys in the studio. Andrew Saunders, the Central Services Director for athens Clark County, in, you know, in the shadow of the University of Georgia. I've got John Noel here, who's the President of Energy and Environment, Casey Boyce, the Vice President of Escalant, and I'm Vice Chair of the Georgia Public Service Commission. Let's go back to Andrew for the seventh round. Andrew, your pick. It seems we disagree on this a good bit, but dispatchable resource, I'm going to go pump storage. It just makes sense. Uh, you have one water body higher than another. You move between them. You generate, push a generator with a dam. Uh, in addition, you get an opportunity to harvest water for drinking purposes and a great recreational opportunity. Tried and true. Solid yeah. pick. True. Hey, just true. just drive about an hour south of our studio here to Wallace Dam that separates Lake Oconee from Lake Sinclair. And every night they reverse those turbines at Wallace Dam and that that water goes back from Lake Sinclair, back up into Lake Coconee, and then during the hottest part of the day, they let it down. It's a great form of energy. The fish Very love clean. it. They do back and forth and back and forth. They actually Slightly do. Yeah. It's good fish. It's like white water they, for the fish. I didn't yeah. know the fish actually made it. I think there's a screen there. I don't think the fish Excuse are going from, from Lake That's what to, you tell the kids. To, to Lake. Okay. okay, John, pick to you in the seventh round. All right, so I'm going to go with Rivian on the electric truck. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a cool, I mean, since since the Cybertruck's gone and the Ford Lightning. But this is really cool. They have delayed the uh, the, the the outtake of this thing, but it is super cool. It is super expensive, but it is a really cool truck that is a new company innovating, and that's what we need more of. 
KC, to you in the seventh. Gosh, I feel like I'm following you guys, but I'm going to stick with the electric truck here, and I'm going to pick, and this is just to spite Andrew, I'm going to pick the GMC Hummer EV because it has as much horsepower as both of his picks combined. A thousand horsepower, Andrew. What are you going to do with that? What are you compensating for? And 10 miles of range. (laughs) (laughs) 10 miles of range. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, well, the fourth round, uh, fourth pick in this round comes to me. I'm going to stick with the truck uh, here, and I'm going to go with the Lordstown Motors workhorse. And I've had a chance to drive that truck at low speed. It was a prototype, so they wouldn't go very fast. Uh, But this is in an old GM factory, and this truck has a lot of GM Silverado technology attached to it. That's cool. And, you know, we saw Don Panis do this with his Panis using Mustang parts. I I, I like the idea of being able to take something into a GM dealer. I drive a Chevy Volt now. Right. Uh, So uh, the Lordstown truck is really cool, and they're going to be very pleased that I took it in uh, in this draft. Well, too bad that there's questions around whether they'll be around in another week or two, but uh, good luck with that, Tim. Yeah, I I don't (laughs) know that that's the the best uh, name that they could have given the truck, but... uh, Anyway, it's, it is it is what it is. Uh, back to me in the snake draft for the eighth round, and I'm going to go with the most important leader. I'm going to go with the Nehruk president. That's the National Association of Regulatory Utility Commissioners. It's an association that I'm in. I am the vice chair of the Nuclear Waste Subcommittee there. I do a, a task force for DOE on advanced nuclear there as well. But we elect a president every year, and that president speaks before Congress. They represent really all 50 states because we don't let him say anything that we don't have consensus on. So I'm going with the Nehru president as the most important leader. You're real geeky here. Yeah, yeah. I have, yes. Yeah. All right, Casey, Casey uh, back to you for the eighth round. All right, I'm going to round out everything except my flex player in this round here. Uh, I'm going to go with media, and I'm picking Canary, which you guys may not be familiar with. It's a relatively new media company and it was really kind of born out of the people who worked at green tech media after green tech media was shut down but they've also brought in a bunch of other journalists who have been very deeply involved in uh you know climate change reporting green technology reporting uh they're doing some really really solid work their newsletter is fantastic to sign up for so they're my pick for media in this round all right coming to you john for the eighth round um washington post Washington Post, uh, I mean, you know, yes, they gave uh, Trump uh, his due and covered a lot of controversial stuff, but I think they do very good environmental and energy reporting. Yeah, so certainly a powerful paper, as is the the New York Times. They never publish my stuff, though, John. Uh, the Washington Times will run my stuff, but oh, I can't get the post to— Interesting. Yeah, I can't get the post yeah. to run any of my op-eds. Mm. What do you think about that? I, I think they're making the right call. Yeah, maybe one-sided <laughs> up there. What <laughs> yeah. do you think? Yeah. All right, uh, back to Andrew, eighth round. Andrew, uh, second to the last pick before I'm gonna our draft I'm going to stick with media. Over. I'm uh-huh. going to go with Wall Street Journal because they do provide that economic perspective to why you might go with green energy or energy efficiency, and that needs to be a major— consideration when we're doing this. And they have published one of my pieces, so uh, kudos to the Wall Street Street Journal. Uh, All right, we're in the snake draft coming up to our last round, so back to you, Andrew, for your nonprofit pick. Nonprofit, American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy. What's that? They work... (laughs) Really? Really? Talk to me. So they are kind of a combination of the Solar Energy Industry Association, Partnership for Southern Equity, and Southern Alliance for Clean Energy. Oh. They, they bring all of those different facets together under oh. one nonprofit working on energy equity, uh, environmental protection, and jobs development. And what is their name again? The American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy. Or ACEEE if you're a geek, right? right? <laughs> Whoa, apparently I don't qualify for that level of geekdom. You got A-C-Triple-E. that stereo. ACEEE. Love it. Okay, John, to you for your last pick, I guess Dark Horse Dark Technology. Dark Horse Energy, correct. Very well. Good note taker there. Uh, I'm going geothermal. I love oh, geothermal. Call. I absolutely love geothermal, and I think it is an untapped resource it is underneath our feet. Geothermal is the is actually I have a small office that's powered 
on geothermal, and it is incredibly energy efficient. Um, and I, I think we can do deep bores and and create power from that. If stuff. only your office could harness the power of your hot air. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh wow! Yes. You know, I was at a company the other day that took hot air and turned it into electricity out of mm. exhaust. But uh, geothermal, I like that. Pig John yep. uh, Agnes Scott has geothermal. Yes. Casey, you you know of geothermal? Arrays? I do. I, I've got geothermal for my house as well. Yeah. And yeah. Andrew, uh, I don't know if you've seen the, the Rabin Gap Nakuchi School, their mm-hmm. dorms have it. It seems like institutions go with geothermal, and maybe it's because it's an expensive investment and institutions are going to be there for a long time, including Young yeah. Harris College that has it. Exactly. So we, we actually use it in, in Athens-Clarke County, and our facilities that have ground source heat pumps have the lowest energy use per square foot of our entire inventory. Yeah. Wow. Super efficient. Wow. Casey, yeah. your last pick. And I guess there's still a, a tax credit <laughs> on those. Still, there is still, yeah. still, still a tax, tax credit, credit that President yeah. Trump put into place. Uh <laughs> Sorry. So, Dead. so we've got just. Uh, how do I pick this dark horse? But I think I'm going to go for John. Hold on to your hat. Small modular nuclear reactors. Now, look, I'm not a big fan of the large scale things like we're doing in Vogel. I think they're expensive boondoggles. But I, you know, I think that uh, small modular it's nuclear possible. that you could build yeah. in it's a possible. central factory, you could deploy, it's you know, possible. multiple modules, um, has some real potential, and it, it goes back to supporting my green hydrogen thing uh, that I picked in the first round. So uh, I'll go with small modular nuclear for my I, flex. How can you use the B word, the boondoggle word? I mean, <laughs> Casey, <laughs> Casey, Doggle. Toshiba bankrupted Westinghouse, their LLC in America, just to get out of the contract. I mean, how could we have, how could we have planned for that? When they you go can't belly, build a nuclear huh? plant without bankrupting companies. Yeah, right. I mean, that's, a, that's the answer. <laughs> Almost bankrupted the last time. Yeah. Yet you picked SMRs for your category. That's right. Yeah. 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 SMRs. SMRs. SMR. Remember those three letters. Oh, one day, Lord. one day we will have one mm. of those in the U.S. Well, for my last pick, I'm going to go with... Green Power EMC, they're still mm-hmm. on the board, right? Green yep. Power yeah, EMC. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love EMCs. I'm a member of Jackson EMC, and I love the way that the EMCs are helping their member uh, nonprofits be able to get solar. You know what? Facebook is getting solar through Walton EMC. Uh, awesome. And Very so cool. they're working with Fortune 500 companies, so it's uh, a fantastic thing. Well, that completes our draft, our nine picks. Casey in the next segment, we're going to determine a winner and how we're going to do that. That's right. So we're going to go, this is going to be rapid fire, folks. So we're going to go through all nine categories and each of us is going to say, which is the best pick? That's not ours. We can't pick our own. And we'll tally up the points. So mm-hmm. if John has the best uh, nonprofit that he chooses, he mm-hmm. could get up to three points because he can't vote for himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just go rapid file, fire through the categories here and uh, we'll crown a winner at the end of this next segment. Yeah, so we've got nine categories. Andrew, take us through the categories here. We just got about a minute left in this segment, so folks that are just tuning in kind of know what our category picks are. They aren't quarterback, running back, tight end. What are they? Oh, wait, they aren't? We've got top nonprofit, top utility, most important energy leader, the uh, important regulatory action or innovation, dispatchable resource, electric, electric truck, dark horse energy technology, media, and of course the flex player. Yeah, so just like a fantasy football league has a flex player, our participants today, and we have four participants in this fantasy energy draft, they were able to put any of the categories into into that flex player category. We picked trucks on here, electric trucks, because we do feel like that the truck is going to be a game changer. John, we've seen Republicans come around on solar, uh, and I think the next – in this next iteration of evolution, if you will, I think we're going to see them come around on electric vehicles, not only because SK Innovations is building a mammoth battery factory in Georgia, yep. but because it, it only makes sense. So, yep. hey, stick around. We're going to be back to determine who is the winner this year in our annual fantasy football style energy draft here on Energy Matters. Hey, I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. We'll be right back. 
Creative Solar USA is a Georgia-based turnkey installer of innovative solar panel systems. With their NABCEP certified installers, they ensure you receive the highest quality solar energy system in the industry. They're proud to work with you before, during, and after the install, blending customer demand, system capability, and expertise to provide the best service possible. Contact them today at 770-485-7438 or creativesolarusa.com. Tim Eccles here for Marlin Gas Services. Marlin doesn't sell gasoline, propane, or even natural gas, but they do solve problems and difficult ones when traditional pipelines are shut down. Remember that contractor that pierced the pipe at the bottom of the Savannah River, terminating gas service to all of Hutchinson Island? Marlin was there. They trucked highly compressed gas over to the island, restoring gas service until the repair could be made. See more at MarlinGas.com. That's MarlinGas.com. This segment of Energy Matters is sponsored by Hall Booth Smith. This law firm works with over 88 Fortune 500 companies, and they have offices from Brunswick to Athens, Tifton to Columbus, and of course, Atlanta. We'd like to thank Hall Booth Smith for the great work they do with school boards, hospitals, cities, and counties all over our state. See more at hallboothsmith.com. Hey, welcome back to Energy Matters. I'm Casey Boyce here with your host, Tim Eccles, Vice Chair of the Public Service Commission, Andrew Saunders, uh, big wig for Athens, Clark County, and John Noel, ne'er-do-well, and uh, another big wig for something. I don't know what you do, John, but we are going to score in this segment our fantasy energy draft. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the nine categories that Andrew took us through before the break, and we are going to pick which the best is. So we're going to go ahead and get started, and we'll just uh, go from Andrew on here. We'll start with nonprofits. Uh, You cannot vote for yourself. Uh, Andrew had ACEEE. John had Southern Alliance for Clean Energy. I had Rocky Mountain Institute, and Tim had Conservative for clean energy. Andrew, what's your pick? I'm going to give John a point with Southern Alliance for clean energy. All right, John, what do you got? I'm going Andrew on A-C-E-E-E, that thing. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, John on Southern Alliance for clean energy here. Tim, yeah, who I'm, do you think I'm, has the best I'm going to go with... Um, with ACEEE as well. I just did a Zoom call for them recently, and I really like those guys. Wow. Point split between Andrew and John for round one. Okay, let's go to the utility. Andrew had Cobb EMC. John had JEA down in Jacksonville. I had SMUD. And Tim had the entire Southern Company system dwarfing all of our other picks. Uh, Andrew, who do you think had the best pick? Terrible acronym, but I'm going to go with SMUD. All right. John, what do you think? God, I got to go SMUD. I do like SMUD. All right. Casey? Um, I'm going to go with Cobb EMC. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cobb EMC as well. I was over there recently. I love what they're doing with their microgrid. It's going to be uh, a fantastic thing, I think, that other uh, other energy companies will follow. All right. So, again, we've got a point split between two. But I will note, Andrew, you are cleaning up on both of these so far. So let's go to our third category, which is most important energy leader. Andrew, you had state commission chairs. John took the entire Biden administration. I don't know how you do that, John. Um, I took the DOE, which is, I guess, part of the Biden administration. That's the Department of Energy. Um, and Tim went uh, outside a little bit and said the the NARUC president, the National of, uh, Association of Regulatory uh, Utility, Commissions. Utility Commissioners. Uh, Andrew, who do you think had the best pick here? I'm going to toss you a point with the DOE. All right. John. Mm. All right. Well, I can't go Nehruk. Let's go State Commission. All right. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to give Tim a point here for the Nehruk president. Yeah, I'm going to go State Commissions uh, as well um, because I work with these guys, uh, and I know uh, I know all, all that they're involved with. Uh, so this isn't the association, but this is the individuals themselves as they regulate energy in each of their own states. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, we are scoring our clean energy draft. And right now, Andrew Saunders is cleaning up on the points. We're going to go to our fourth category here, which is regulatory action or innovation. Andrew, you chose the athens Clark County Clean Energy Fund, which you uh, helped set up. Uh, John picked the time of use EV rate. I picked Solarize. And Tim had prepay, which uh, he's been working on there at the commission. Andrew, who do you think had the best pick out of us? Uh, I'll go with Solarize. All right. All right, I'm going to go prepay. All right. Um, I have no idea what the Clean Energy Fund is, so I'm going to go ahead and throw John a point for the time of use EV rate. 
Yeah, and I'm going to go with the SolarWise program. I think it helps people evaluate and get the best deal as they're adding solar to their homes. All right, so the fifth category here is dispatchable resource. And so this is something that can be, you know, spun up, spun down as needed to meet demand on the electric grid. Andrew, you had pump storage, an oldie but a goodie. John had grid scale batteries, a, a newie and a goodie. I don't, I don't know what you'd call it. It's going to be um, a constantly. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a virtual power plant and Tim had combined cycle natural gas. Let's go the other way around here. Tim, who do you think had the, the first pick? Yeah, I'm going to go with batteries and John, because I do think batteries are the next shiny object and batteries are going to let solar stay at work longer. Uh, so I think it, it's going to be a game changer. Yeah, I think that's right on, Tim. We've talked about it on the show before, but I think John's pick of, of batteries is is very solid. John, who do you think had the best pick here? I, I'm going to go with the virtual. Uh, as much as I love uh, Andrew's pump, but virtual, I mean, the idea of being able to uh, to just ramp down things, control stuff, turn stuff off automatically when the grid needs power, that's, that, that's key. Very cool. Andrew. Batteries. Batteries. All right. John cleaning up on the uh, fifth category here. The next one, which was a favorite, and Andrew was out of the gate early on this with electric truck. He picked both for the category and for his flex player in electric truck. He picked the F-150 Lightning coming from Ford soon. Jerk. John had the Rivian R1T coming any day now, apparently. Ish. Um, I took the Hummer EV because a 1,000 horsepower. Uh, and Tim took the nearly bankrupt Lordstown workout <laughs> horse. Uh, so, Tim, who do you think had the best electric truck? I think the F-150 is definitely the best. I would have picked it had have been available. <laughs> so would have I. Uh, so I'm going to give Andrew a point on that. Mm, I don't want to do it, but I'm going there. <laughs> so Andrew's cleaning because up. Because I can't pick myself, we'll go Rivian. So you didn't like my spite pick of the Hummer, huh, Andrew? Uh, there's just too much. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I don't think I've seen a single electric Hummer out there anywhere. They're coming. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So and you'll see them when they do, because they're Homer. We are rounding to our uh, last set of categories here with Dark Horse Energy Technologies. These are things that you know, maybe aren't large-scale commercialized yet, but could be down uh, the road and could have a big role to play in the energy system. Tim, you had Energy Vault, which is taking basically big concrete blocks and lifting them and, lo and uh, lowering them to store and generate electricity. I had green hydrogen. John, you had geothermal, which you and I both have in our homes and businesses. Uh, and then, Andrew, you had fuel cells. Um, Andrew, let's go to you. Who do you think had the best pick? I got geothermal. All right. Fuel cell. Oh, boy. Um, well, since I picked green hydrogen and I can't choose mine, I guess I'm going to go for fuel cell because it actually uses mine. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with fuel cells as well, because I, I think that the Japanese, they're, they're so fantastic with their manufacturing uh, processes, and I think that uh, they, they're onto something here. All right. Second to last category here is media, where we all get our information about what's happening in energy. And we've got kind of a, a different set of picks here. So Andrew and John chose mainstream media. Andrew had Wall Street Journal, John, the Washington Post, I think because of his hatred for uh, the former administration. Um, Tim and I took uh, in energy industry publications. I had Canary Media and Tim had EE News. Tim, who do you think had the best pick out of the lot? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with you on that because I love these trade publications. It just gives you a non-snark, non-bias of opinions uh, and facts about what's going on in the energy world, and I rely on this uh, on a daily basis. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll trade points with you there. I think EE News does a fantastic job reporting. Uh, that You mentioned Christy Swartz. The, uh, she's fantastic, as are a number of other reporters there, so solid pick. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go EE News. I do, I do like Wall Street Journal on business reporting, even though it's a right-winger, um, but the EE News is solid on energy. Make it a third vote for EE News. Wow, cleaning Finally, up. I win a category. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to round this up with the uh, Flex player, and then I'm going to scramble to tally all the votes while you guys talk about stuff, maybe make fun of me or something here. Uh, but in oh, the yeah. Flex player, Andrew with his second electric pickup truck pick with a Cybertruck, John went off script and, and chose Jeff Bezos for going to space. Uh, I had small uh, modular reactors, uh, you know, things that you can build in the factory and truck to where they're needed. And then Tim had Green Power EMC. Andrew, who do you think had the best pick of the lot? I'm going to go with Green EMC. John, what do you think? I'm not giving you the point. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Cyber, so I'm going Green Power EMC. All right. Um, 
Gosh, I hate to give Tim the win on this one, but I just can't vote for that silly-looking Cybertruck or Jeff Bezos. So, uh, so I'll give Green Power EMC a vote, too. Yeah, I'm going to go with Casey's pick of the small modular reactor. I knew I had I, your point on that one. Because I do, I do think they Did are you say the answer to our problem. Now, there's a reason people call me Adam Ant. <laughs> Not only because I'm short, but I love Adams. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, well, while Casey's doing the math here... Uh, Guys, this is uh, we've we finished up. Uh, we'll see who wins. Obviously, Andrew Andrew has done really well uh, today, and I, I would imagine Oof. he's going to walk away with this. Uh, do any of you actually play real fantasy football? Andrew, are you in a league? How I have did. you done in the past? You ever won your league? I have won my league. The first year I played, I thought I was a genius, and I've gotten my tail handed to me every other year. John, I know you went to a college that y'all didn't have football, basketball, yeah, baseball. We did, what did but y'all, uh, y'all did, yeah. like, canoeing or badminton? <laughs> or, what do y'all do up there? <laughs> He's like, really? That's <laughs> didn't know that. Cross country. I mean, come on. Yeah. We did stuff. We did that stuff. Yeah. Did I ever tell you guys about going, had a football team, going to Shanghai small. and, you know, having the jet? Like, John, you traveled China all the time. Got over there, woke up at like four in the morning, went to the People's Square, which is oh, the, wow. the, 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 the central park of Shanghai. And there were some old people. And, hey, I'm 61. I'm, I resemble that remark. There were some old people playing badminton. And so yeah. I go over there. I can't speak a lick of, you know, Mandarin. They, they, they can't speak English. I say, me, me, me play. They gave me a racket. And this woman, she had to be like 75. She, per, she proceeded to slam that, that shuttlecock <laughs> down my throat yeah, yeah. like every time. It's yeah. like, you know, I had like whelps on my face yeah. as a result. Yeah. It's, it's like she's laughing. And so it was, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was just too funny. Let's go back to Casey because drum roll, please, uh, for our winner, Casey. Uh, all right. Well, Tim, I am delighted to announce that I did not lose this year. Hey. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll call That's that a good. win. I call yeah, that a win. So, yeah. so I actually came in second with eight points um, but so did John with eight points and Tim with eight points and our winner this year again I think for the second year in a row maybe third year in a row last year I came in second but I reclaimed the title Andrew has reclaimed the title with 12 points for his picks in this year's fantasy energy draft I want a recount well incredible I mean I'm looking at the math it's it's fine you can get a forensic auditor if you want but I think (laughs) I think think we're good well look folks Andrew's the winner thanks for tuning in Best of luck for you and your fantasy football league today. Catch us every single week here on Energy Matters. I'm Tim Eccles. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you all. Energy Matters would like to thank GasSouth for its support of the show. GasSouth has a no-deposit policy and offers some of the lowest per-therm rates in the state. Use the promo code MATTERS for a special deal. GasSouth, the difference is good. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your $1, 2 or $5 checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you. The electric car revolution is coming, and the choices are growing. Gem cars are everywhere. You've seen these low-speed electric vehicles on college campuses, downtown Atlanta streets, and resort islands like St. Simons and Jekyll. Gem cars are street legal, equipped with seatbelts, headlights, and a tag, and can operate on roads with speed limits of 35 miles per hour or less. If you want to know more about these electric cars and trucks, six-passenger shuttles, mobile repair service, or full vehicle wraps, go to gemcarservice.com. That's G-E-M, carservice.com. When you're sick, every minute counts. So don't go anywhere. Go to DispatchHealth.com where high-quality medical care comes directly to you. No getting out of a sick bed. No crazy driving to an emergency room. No endless paperwork. No hospital waiting rooms. Visit DispatchHealth.com to learn about our medical professionals, then make house calls. Dispatch Health is covered by Medicare and most major insurance. Go to DispatchHealth.com.